Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hey ladies, and welcome back to the podcast. And today I want to continue the conversation about divine retreats. And on this part two episode, I have my friend, Brittany Robertson, who will be sharing with us about what it means to be gracefully surrendered. Today's discussion is going to be a good one. So you may want to grab your journal and your pen and take notes because we have some sparks of truth that we like to share and help you on your journey. But before we dive in, Brittany, I want to say thank you for joining us today, and I'm truly blessed that God has just allowed our paths to cross, and I hope that today that you and I will be able to empower other women to continue to grow in their faith walk. So, Brittany, if you'd like to say hello and to share a little bit about yourself and your brand. Oh, yay. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the podcast. Girl, you know I love you so much. Uh, (laughs) Love you, girl. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to, you know, just talk about this topic of, you know, being gracefully surrendered. Um, if you guys do not know who I am, my name is Brittany Robinson and of BrittanyRRobinson.com. And I do marketing and social media strategies for Christian women entrepreneurs who want to put focus back into their business. I do everything. Like I speak occasionally. I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm like on a hiatus from Instagram right now. Um, but I'm writing, you know, secret to you guys. I'm writing my next book. So I've kind of been like in this bubble of just kind of spending time with the Lord, finding out what to do, how to do, make these shifts and all these things. So, yes. So I'm so, so excited to be here. So thank you. Thank you, girl. And you know what? You are just leading us right into this topic of, you know, divine retreats. And um, in the last episode, I shared about, you know, this idea of carving out time and space just to be in the presence of God. And I have named them my divine retreats. Um, because I've had a lot of women ask me like, what are you talking about, Shamel? But I'm like, these are just time and spaces. You know, I don't have a specific time or the length of them, but God has just really been working on me these last six months or so saying, Shamel, you have to be intentional about making that space to refresh, refocus and get back, um, to being in my presence. And I like how you mentioned that you're on a hiatus of Instagram. And I think that's one of the areas that a lot of us struggle in is just, we live in this world where social media is everything. And we spend a lot of time scrolling and looking at things. But when we take a step back, the amount of time we spend doing all of that, we can be using some of that time to be in the presence of God. Because if you're like me, and I know Brittany, me and you both have shared that sometimes social media will have you thinking, you know, about what you should have do, could have done the, you know, comparison and all of that. And we start to wonder, God, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? But really God is saying, Hey, if you take that time to just push pause to get in my presence, to seek me, I'm going to continue to pour into you everything that you need to walk out my calling. 
So I love the fact how you're actually walking that out. You are implementing it. And that's something that I have been doing at least a couple of times. Um, I do it monthly. And sometimes I would do like I'll work and do things for a few months. And then I'll just say, hey, I'm taking a retreat. I'm unplugging from social media. I'm plugging from different obligations. I'm saying no. So I really love the fact that you are really a woman of faith and you're just saying, I need to get in the presence of God. I need to know exactly where he wants me to be. So Brittany, before we dive into the subject of what it means to be graceful surrender, let's chat a little bit about why women struggle with being still and unplugging. And I brought up the example about, you know, social media and, you know, different things. But I think from my point of view and my perspective, a lot of times that I struggle with being still is because in my mind, I want to try to figure things out my way and on my time and try to get it done yesterday. And I think we forget the fact that we are not in control. You know, God is ultimately the one in control and we have to depend on him for everything. But when we're operating from this space that I can do it and I have everything under control, we find ourselves just in a cycle of trying to trying to be God. Um, and I think that's where the struggle is, is that we can't be still and we can't rest in the presence of God if we're so consumed with this idea of being busy and hustling. So Brittany, would you like to share maybe a personal instance of kind of in the past, what you've struggled with or what you've seen some of your clients or women that you've worked with struggle with unplugging and just making time for God? Yes, definitely. Um, Of course, using myself as an awesome example, (laughs) because my life is just crazy at times. But (laughs) one thing that I truly find that a lot of people struggle with is this idea, because we just have this idea just kind of hammered into our mind that if you're quiet or if you're in a season of quietness or if you're standing still, then you're lazy. You're not being productive. And so people think that if I stop for a moment, then I'm being lazy. Like they they think that if, if I stop being on social media, my whole business is going to fall apart. If I stop doing this, I'm not going to have this. If I stop doing this. I'm not going to have, have that. So I have to keep moving so I, that I can always be making money so that I can always be productive. But wow. if you look at the life of Jesus, there were moments where Jesus had to go away to pray. He went away like he was led into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the enemy. And so if you even think about that in our own lives, those quiet times prepare us for the temptations that the enemy comes to bring our way. And when you're so focused on doing, 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 when the enemy comes to attack you or he comes to bring a thought or something that comes to your mind, we fall apart because we haven't spent any time preparing with the Holy Spirit. And so in our everyday lives, it's so important that we make God the center of our lives. Whether you're 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 dedicating that quiet time in the morning, in the afternoon, or throughout your day, or even in the evening, having intentional quiet time with the Lord is going to prepare you not only for your day but for your life. And we are so consumed with being on our phones, being on social media. I gotta check this. I gotta check this email that we never even acknowledge God in anything that we're doing. Like we spend a whole day at work, a whole day at our desk or in our businesses doing all these things, but never once do we acknowledge God in all of our ways. God, what about this client? Do you want me to take on this person as a client? What about this post on social media? Like including God into our everyday lives and 
And, you know, these divine retreats, they don't have to just be like, I'm off, I'm fasting for a whole month, like myself or, or doing these divine retreats where you're not just unplugged for the whole month. You be led by the Holy Spirit and ask God, okay, what what does rest look like for me? in my business or what does rest look like for me in my life? It could be you, you know, throughout your day, you're just taking moments to breathe. Like you're taking 30 minutes out your day and just spend time, quiet time, listening to worship music or just spending time praying and just acknowledging God. So it has to just, we have to stop thinking about this. Like, this is a chore. Like, well, I got to spend time with God today or God's not going to be pleased with me. Or I got to spend time with my word today so I can get my check mark. Or I got to go to church on Sunday so God won't be mad at me. No, it's about having a relationship with God. It's about turning your everyday life into a lifestyle of faith. Like it can't just be, I, I got my, I put this spending time with God on my to-do list and I check it off. No, it's an everyday walk with the Lord. And so every day we have to just think about how can we incorporate more of God into our everyday lives? How can we just sit and think about, okay, I'm about to, you know, plan out my, my expenses or my finances for the week. Let me acknowledge God. Let me pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give me wisdom. Or I'm about to, you know, take on this new client. Let me pray and ask the Lord to tell me what this client needs or show me how to deal with this client or, or tell me about some roadblocks that are going to be down the road that I can pray about now. So it's about developing a lifestyle of rest. And you're not resting from your work. You're resting from the works of the flesh. You're resting from trying to make all these things happen without God. Then you're getting frustrated. And then you get into this cycle of, I'm trying to do all these things and they fail. I get frustrated. And then I try to do all these things again. And never once in the cycle, do you ever acknowledge God? And so it's about creating like this lifestyle of rest and really finding out what does God want me to do? Am I in the place or the position to do what God's called me to do? Or am I somewhere I'm off track and I need to be back on track? Amen to that, girl. And you know what? And we have to get real honest with ourselves because I did. I struggled with that when God kept bringing it because in my personal wall, I will have these moments where I feel like I was on a high, like doing everything that I was supposed to be doing on task, getting things done, balancing it all. And then one minute it's like you hit you hit rock bottom like I'm just in this drought. I feel dry, empty. And I kept having like this yo-yo effect. And God was saying, look, Shamel, you never took time to be refreshed. You never spent time to say, I'm going to be in the presence of God. I will have my moments while I have my daily time. But like you said, never really being intentional saying, God, what do you desire for me to do? So for me, he called me to have these divine periods of rest. And like I said, sometimes it's one day, sometimes it's taking a few minutes of just stopping. Shabbat, like I mean, it's in the Bible. God, he rested. And he was like, you need to cease to stop just to remind yourself of who is in control. God is in control and ask him, what does he desire for you to do? How can you get in his presence? How can you put that praise and worship music into the atmosphere and just to renew your mind and spirit? Because a lot of us women are balancing a lot of things, you know, and sometimes it can get overwhelming. And like you said, the enemy is real and he will use any little hole he can get into to start having you to think that you can't do certain things. He'll start this fear, this doubt and comparison. And before you know it, you're so bombarded with all this stuff that you got all this noise going on. And a lot of people be like, how can I hear from God? How do I know God speaking to me? Well, the first thing you have to do is get somewhere and sit down and be quiet and make that room so that God can speak. And here's another thing, um, Brittany, that God has checked me on this idea of FOMO. Like I saw this in advertisement. I was like, what is FOMO? It's the fear of missing out. I mean, 
I've struggled with it a lot. And for some reason, especially as creators and entrepreneurs, it is so, especially with social media, you feel like I got to constantly be posting. I have to be here. I have to be there. I need to do all these things. Like you're going to miss out on something. And here's something that me and you talked about all the time. God is our CEO. What he has for us is for us. No matter how we want to try to work and hustle and try to make things happen, if it's not in the will of God, it will not happen. But what we can do is say, God, I'm going to get in your presence. I'm going to make this time to just rest, to be refueled, anointed in your word, reminded of your truth, and just lean on you so that you could continue to develop my character, to continue to, to do some stretching, some shifting, and then ultimately give me direction and clarity on what your will is for me. Because at the, at the end of the day, Brittany, we don't want to just be doing good things. We want to be doing God things. And this goes and ties into the fact of how God brought me to this place of divine retreat. It came from me learning how to yield and how to surrender. Because many a times I think we struggle with being still because we're scared to let go. But God is calling us to truly let go, release and yield our lives over to him, our desires, our families, our careers, everything we have to totally yield to God and surrender it. And so the question I get asked on social media sometimes is, how do I surrender? What does that really look like? Like, I know this idea of what it means to let go, but how do I let go and not pick it up? So, Brittany, you have a a podcast called Gracefully Surrender, and you speak and share your heart to women about this idea of living with grace and totally surrendering to God in our purposes. So I want us to kind of segment into this idea of what does it mean to be gracefully surrendered and what does that look like day to day? So kind of merging the two together, because when you said something, it like triggered this whole conversation. I'm like, God, that's so good about having FOMO. And it will kind of tie into the gracefully surrender portion. Um, many times we did, we have to, first we have to be delivered from people bondage because we're trying so hard to keep up with so many people on social media, with all these other entrepreneurs, with all these other bloggers, all these other YouTubers. And we try to compete and we try to do exactly what they're doing because we think that if we do what they do, we're going to have the same success, right? That's what the world tells us. If you follow this model of these steps, you'll have the same success that this other person has. And God has not called you to be a copycat. He's called you to be you. And the moment you die to yourself and you die to that formula of conforming to the ways of the world, then you're free to actually carry out what God's called you to do in your life. And so the first thing we have to do is you have to really get delivered from people. Like we cannot just be living our lives to please people. We have to be living our lives to please God. Like you can't just be living your life to stun on Instagram just to tell people that you're successful. Like those that's just no, like, and a lot of times, a lot of people are afraid to slow down because if they slow down long enough, they'll be exposed. Like the people will start to really see what's going on behind the scenes, but people should see what's going on behind the scenes. They should see that you're not all together when you're posting your pictures on Instagram. They should see that your kids are in the background, just running crazy with crayon marks all over the wall. Like they should see all those things because that's the real, most people are like that. And so 
Right. My question to even all of you guys that are listening is like, what are you running from? Like, because sometimes we're running, we're trying to run this race, we're trying to do all these things that are not what God called us to do, but we're running from something. So really taking a, a, a step to sit down and reflect on, okay, why am I running? Why can't I slow down? Is it because I don't want people to know that I'm not as really successful as my, in my business as I want them to think? Is it because I don't have it all together and I don't want them to know? Is it because I'm, you know, I'm not at the level that everybody else is and I want to make people seem like I'm there, I'm, but I'm not? Like, we just have to slow down and think about, man, am I trying to create this lifestyle to please people? Or am I trying to, you know, live this lifestyle of faith to please God? And so when it comes to being gracefully surrendered, that's the thing that we have to think about. Like, am I living a life surrendered to the world or surrendered to myself and what I want to do? Or am I living a life surrendered to God? And last year in like August, I went on this amazing fast because I was just like at the end of myself. I was like, I was broke. I was doing all these terrible things with my money. My business was not at the place I wanted to be at. My family was just going crazy. Like it was just so many things that was happening. And I was like, I'm over myself. Like I need to go and I need to be in the presence of God. So I went on this fast and it was the best fast of my life. It literally changed my whole life because God was like, finally, I have you in the place that I've always wanted to get you to. When you're, when you're so broken that you would have anybody else to depend on but God. And it was at that moment that God began to teach me. He began to, number one, reveal all of the terrible things that were in my heart that I didn't know there. Things like bitterness and unforgiveness and, you know, even anger at God. And so I had to, number one, learn how to forgive other people, learn how to forgive myself, and even learn how to forgive God for things that I was holding in my heart. And he began to teach me what gracefully surrender looked like, teaching me how to live a life completely surrendered to God. And for me, what that looks like is what that looks like is number one, I'm always acknowledging God in all of my ways. I'm always asking God, what do you think about this, God? Like, what should I do? Who sh should I be dating this person? Should I do that with my money or should I do this? Like, should I take on this client or should I not take on that client? Like, what services should I be offering? Every single area of your life is surrendered to God. Right. We're not born like that. We're born. We're born to be self-sufficient and to think for ourselves. Not saying we shouldn't think for ourselves, but to make our own decisions. But as a believer. Right. You're now exchanging your life for Christ's life. So you're now acknowledging God in all of your ways, asking him, what should you do with the life that he already planned for you? There's no way that we can know God's plans for our lives unless we acknowledge him, unless he reveals it to us. So a lot of times, a lot of people try to plan their lives without God. They try to make all these plans, but God has a totally different plan for you. But you are over here all the way in Antarctica when he needs you to be right here in Maryland. But you're you're so busy trying to do your own thing that you never really get to the place where God has for you. So number one, acknowledging God in all of your ways. Number two, allowing God to take you on this journey. It's a day by day journey to live gracefully surrender. You're not going to do perfect things. You're not going to say always the perfect things. A customer may fall out every once in a while, but hey, the Lord is still working on you. <laughs> but you have to understand like you have to give yourself grace. You have to give other people grace and you have to learn how to daily take this walk with Christ. It's not a sprint. It's not a marathon. It's a day by day relationship of you dying to yourself dying to the, the things that you once did before you were born again, 
learning how to control your mouth, learning how to not act on impulses or just spend all of your money at the dollar section at Target, but actually walk in with wisdom and say, <laughs> I'm only getting this one thing and then I'm leaving or not overeating or eating all the cake pops at the birthday party because you, I feel like it. No, you can't always do what you feel. And so it's just every day, walk in this day by day life out with God. And sometimes you may have to pray before you go to Starbucks. So don't you don't get everything on the menu. Or sometimes you may have to pray before you go to Target so that you don't spend all of your money at the dollar section. The Lord will say, just take cash for what you need. And so you are forced to only pay cash for everything. And so it's just moments like that. Like it's not, uh, it's not overcomplicated. It's really you just living this day by day lifestyle of Christ of you being led by him, being directed by the spirit. Um, and it does take practice. Like it's not overnight thing. You're not going to always remember, but the Holy Spirit, once you give your ear to the Holy Spirit, he'll begin to talk to you more and more and more. You'll be able to recognize his voice and you may be driving and it's the usual route that you drive, but the Holy Spirit like, no, I want you to take that road and you go that way and you avoided the accident. That's what it means to live gracefully surrender. You're living the pre-planned lifestyle that God created for you. You're walking by grace. You're walking by faith and you're acknowledging God in all of your ways. So the third thing I would say is, is have fun and be open. Um, that's one thing that the Lord has really, really, really been ministering to me is just be open because you never really know how judgmental, judgmental you are until the Lord points it out to you. And so mm -hmm. I would say be open to God's correction because there will be some things that were in your heart that you didn't know was there that God wants to work out of you. He wants to develop you from the inside out and he wants to reveal to you more and more of who you are in him. And do some amazing things through you. So be open to whatever God's going to have you to do. He may have you to switch jobs. He may have you to lay down your business and become a nanny. He may have you to, you know, work at Chick-fil-A. He may have you to, you know, let go of a, of a relationship that you held on to that's not healthy for you. Be open because God knows your end from the beginning. So he knows what's going to happen five, down, five years down the road. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. So he's always in this this mode of daddy mode like he's protecting us he's he's keeping us safe and so we have to just remember that number one there are never any coincidences if, if somebody leaves your life or relationship ends thank god because that was not the person for you <laughs> or if a business deal fell through praise god because that business deal could have caused you to lose thousands or maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars or if a client doesn't come on board that you really want to come on board then thank god anyway because he may have a better client that's going to actually be more faithful down the line now that your calendar is free to take on someone else. And so you just never know, you know, how God's going to move in your life, but always be open to doing something different. Always be open to doing something new. God is uh, amazing. God, he's fun. He's adventurous. And he just wants to have a relationship with you. Go on a date with God. Take him to the movies. Take him to Chick-fil-A Chick or Chipotle. Like God likes to do awesome and fun stuff like that. And he wants to just use you to do so many amazing things. So that's how you live a gracefully surrendered life is um, number one, acknowledging God in all of your ways and turning that into a lifestyle, a lifestyle of faith, a lifestyle of you asking God, you seeking God, you knocking and the door will be open for you. Number two, knowing that it's a day by day journey. You're not run, rushing through your life. You're not rushing through the process because it's going to be a, once you, I always find that once someone decides to surrender their life, like fully surrender everything over to God is such a, almost like a wilderness season for a lot of people because they find out that, man, 
this is not what I thought it was going to be. And it's, and it's very difficult because he's ch- like, he's going to be correcting your character. He's going to be challenging. you. He's going to be molding. you. He's going to be shaping. He's going to be pruning you, peeling off some of those dead layers, peeling off some of those dead leaves so that the fruit that he, that's on the inside of you can actually go forth. And number three is to be open and have fun. Go with an adventure with God. Be a giver. Um, ask God to give you his heart. Just do fun and awesome things with him. And he will begin to just mold you and turn you into this amazing, awesome person that he's already called you to be. Amen to all of that. That is love those three, those three action steps there. And here's something that I want to share, because like you said, many of us look at the negative side of this equation. When we bring up the words yielding and surrender, we like, oh, man, that means I can't do something I this going to be off and I can't have this. But here's what I want to share with you. Surrendering isn't about giving up, but it's about gaining everything that God has for you. And like you said, at the end of the day, God already created us even before we was born, what we were going to do, what the purpose is. And so I like the fact that at the end of the day, we have to acknowledge God. We have to position ourselves to receive all the directions, all the things that he wants to want us to do, because at the end of the day, we want to be a part of his kingdom purpose. We want to be involved in what, how he wants to use our gifts, our talents for his kingdom glory. And I say it all the time. We are on a faith journey. I tell women, look, stop looking at this thing as I have to get from one place to the other and I'm done. No, we're constantly growing. It's a circular motion. We're growing. God is pruning and shaping us to be everything that he's called us to be. So we have to embrace our process. We have to celebrate the good and the bad and take it for what it is and learn from it and move forward. And then I like the last one because this is the tip that you shared last is something that I've really been walking out daily is embracing the journey. Have fun. Like I told my husband the other day, when I start to feel overwhelmed or stressed, then I need to take a moment. That's that's a divine retreat. If that's going away five minutes hiding in my bathroom away from the kids and saying, God, I need to reset. I need to refocus because you didn't call me to this life to be overwhelmed and stressed out. You called me to live out your abundance and the freedom that I have in you. And so I have to step back and say, God, you've given me these things right now to enjoy them. Yeah, they may be difficult at times, but at the end of the day, God wants us to embrace life. He wants us to enjoy it and to fully be everything that he's created created us to be. But it first begins when we fully surrender ourselves over to him and to be about what he's called us to do. And the scripture I want to share that I used to encourage myself is Psalms 37 and four. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. When we think about surrendering, most of us think about I'm letting go of what I want. But when we are in the presence of God, when we are focused and intentional about yielding to him, casting everything over him and saying, God, it's not about me anymore. It's about you and what you're doing to me. When I delight myself in God, when I take those moments to be focused and intentional, to be in his presence, then he will give me the desires of my heart. Because guess what? Our desires start to line up with what he has for us. And so I don't want anything that God doesn't want for me. Even in the flesh or in that circumstance, it may feel like I want that. But like you said, we have to celebrate the closed doors and opportunities that he don't want us to have because that just means better is on its way. So gracefully surrender, like you said, is about one, we need to carve out that time to see what does rest look like for us. Be real 
serious with yourself and say, what does it look like for my daily daily walk? Does that mean I need to carve out daily time or do I need to be attentive about setting some time away throughout the month? What does that look like? Go to God in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you into what that looks like. And then, like you mentioned, Brittany, surrender to people in our schedule. We have to truly let those things go. Give them over to God and say, God, you show me where you want me to show up at. You show me who you want me to be in community with or what I need to remove off of my schedule or off of my plate. And then last, surrender to the world and God and and, and surrender over to God. Everything that right now that you're focusing on, give it to God. Just release it and just say, God, show me what this is in my life. Do I need to move forward or do I need to stop? Because at the end of the day, Brittany, like me and you have shared with each other, God wants that relationship with us. He wants that intimacy to love on his daughters, to show us and direct us in who he's created us to be. Because we have to remember, we are his masterpiece. He created us to do good works. And so in order for us to continue to be fueled in our faith journey and our daily walk, we have to be committed, just like we're committed to everything else that we do. But when we get committed to God, we know that the blessings and the overflow will come exactly from him. So, Brittany, I just enjoyed this conversation. You have just blessed me just talking through this. And I pray that what we share today, many women could take away and take some time to sit down and say, God, what does it mean for me to have divine retreats? What does it mean for me to be graceful surrender? And it's our prayer that you just continue to walk faithfully in the woman that God has created you to be. So, Brittany, are there any last words or nuggets that you'd like to share with the ladies before we go today? Um, Number one, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your amazing podcast. Um, And I'm definitely going to be praying for your journey, praying for your success and praying for all of the open doors that God has literally staged for you to just walk into. Um, If I could just leave you guys with anything, number one would just be to embrace the new and realize that yesterday died last night. There is no, therefore, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Whatever you did yesterday, I don't care what it was, you are a new creation. You are a new creature. Put on, put off the old man, put on the new man. And your behavior, whatever you did, that's not who you are. Your true identity is in Christ. So embrace the new, embrace that day by day love journey that you're going on with the Lord and just you know, spend quiet time as much as you can, especially if some of you ladies are single, you have no children and you have no husband like me, praise God. Well, not that, that I want to be married. You want to be married. Sure. Um, not like praise God. That's a bad thing, but praise God that you have uninterrupted time with the Lord. So you have time to spend with the Lord. No people running around your house, just you uninterrupted. So I would say soak up as much of that time as you have soak up as much of that time as you need and really just allow God to take you on this love journey with him. So that's my nugget. Awesome. And Brittany, where can our ladies connect with you if they want to learn more about you and your business? Um, Can you share your email address or your website so that they can connect and, um, and plug in with you? Yes, of course. So my website is www.brittneyrrobinson.com. And if you want to reach out to me personally through email, um, hit me up at hello at brittneyrrobinson.com. And I'm on Instagram at yay, it's Brit. So yes, come connect with me. 
Definitely, you guys want to definitely check Brittany out. She is an amazing woman of God and she's doing some great things. So connect with her. So Brittany, thanks again. And ladies, remember, embrace the new and celebrate everything that God is doing right now. So you all have a blessed day and we will chat with you soon. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? Visit my website, shamelevans.com where you can learn more about She Illuminates resource library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends. And I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. And I'll chat with you next time.